If a platform is a silo, a protocol is a river. Nobody owns it, and everyone is free to swim. The world now has a free press, which is accessible to anybody through Noster. This is the No Strings Podcast, a show about Noster. With Noster, your communication has no strings attached. On this show, we provide updates on the Noster ecosystem, deep dives into the technology, and interviews with builders and other key people in the space. No Strings is a value-for-value podcast. If you find value in what we're doing, support the show by streaming those sats using your favorite podcast 2.0 app, something like Fountain or Podverse. You can visit the website at nostrings.show slash support, and you'll either get a 404 not found page because we haven't built it yet, or if you're listening in the future, a place to support the show. You can also send a boost through your podcast 2.0 app. We really appreciate those, and we will read them at the end of each show. All right, so welcome to episode two of No Strings. This is going to be the first in a three-part series about Nostrica, or Nostrica, or Nostarica, however you want to say it. Uh, it's been said many ways. I'm just going to say Nostarica because it sounds like Costa Rica. Nostarica is a conference that was held down in Costa Rica about a week and a half ago. To my knowledge, it's the very first Nostar conference. You were able to attend in person if you got lucky enough to get a ticket and fly down there and all that. Um, or you could have attended virtually by watching the live stream on YouTube. But hey, you're in luck because all the videos are archived on YouTube and you can go back and watch them if you want to. However, the goal of this episode and the next uh, two following this is that I'm going to do a summary recap of each day uh, because there are like over 15 hours a day of video to watch. And so I'm going to watch it all for you and summarize it here in hopefully 20 to 30 minutes or less. You can listen to me on one and a half two speed, which you might already be doing. Um, and then you can get kind of the highlights and then go deep dive into the video if you hear a part that you think sounds very interesting to you. So that's how it's gonna go. Um, I've, I've just kind of got my notes here and I have like a lot of notes. Uh, let's see, I don't know, like eight pages of notes, maybe 10 from day one. Uh, there is a lot of stuff here. Nostar Rica had uh, a lot of the, the main people who were working on Nostar in attendance and they each got up on a microphone, some of them multiple times, and they talked a lot about how Nostar got started, what they're working on right now, and what their plans are for the future. And even between when that happened and what's going on as I'm recording this today, some of the things have already been built and deployed that they were talking about. So that's pretty cool. I wish I could have been in attendance at Nostar Rica, but I was actually myself uh, halfway around the world in Europe on a trip. Um, so that was very cool, very enjoyable. Um, we were in Paris during some of the uh, protests, which was less enjoyable. And I'm glad that we were able to get out when we did uh, before it, sounded, it looks like things got worse um, after we left. So um, hopefully I can be at a future Nostar event like Nostar Rica 2 or some other thing. I'm guessing there will be more stuff in between. Um, so that would be great. All right. So let's go ahead and dive in. There were about like seven or eight different 
talks or panels. So I'm going to go through and I'll just tell you kind of like who was in each panel and then some of the, the highlights from that panel. And again, um, you can go back and watch the point in the video. Um, you can just kind of scrub through and find the one that I'm talking about if you want to get more um, and you hear them talk for themselves. Okay, so let's dive in to my notes. The very first panel, um, this, it started a little awkward uh, on my end only because the YouTube video picked up a few minutes into the first panel. So I don't know exactly how they kicked it off. Um, but we have Walker. He was the MC of this first day. Um, Walker is on Noster. He, he owns a development uh, company and uh, is, is a presence you probably have seen him on Noster and are familiar with him. Okay, let's go into this first panel. The first panel had Fiat Jaff, of course, um, the, the person who started this all. He was not attending in person, so he was remote in uh, on audio. Then you had Ben Ark and Rockstar. Um, so the three of them were talking about the history of Noster and how it all started. Um, I'm not going to go into all the details, um, but if you want to hear kind of a history of how it got going, that's what they discussed. Um, they talked about Fiat Jaff posting the protocol online. Jack Dorsey messaged Fiat Jaff saying that he liked the protocol. Fiat Jaff was joking um, with Rockstar back then that that they were trying to do a grassroots effort uh, in building this open protocol, and they were doing it wrong by talking to Jack of all people, um, who who was representing the biggest proprietary social media uh, you know platform. So that was interesting. Uh, they also talked about. Um, their, their favorite topic of socialism versus capitalism because uh, they're on different sides of the spectrum here, yet these people are coming together to build a platform for free speech, um, which I think is very cool, uh, you know, coming together in unity to build something. Fiat Jaffs talked about NIPS and said that he decided to create the concept of NIPS because he wanted to have a, a core protocol and then make it possible for people to extend that and have optional features that can be turned on um, so that way it can be very flexible and, and at first they started working on some clients and he said they were just okay uh, but then will came along and started building domus and that's really when we started to pick up users uh, then late 2022 jack put out a tweet asking hey are there any open protocols that that i should fund um, and a bunch of people started spamming him on Twitter saying, Noster, Noster, fun Noster. So he joined the Telegram channel, and then, according to them, that's when things really took off. Me personally, that's when I discovered Noster and, and jumped in. And, and then a question was posed to them. Will Nostriches, which is the, the name for Noster users, will Nostriches be a subset of Bitcoiners, or will Bitcoiners be a subset of Nostriches? Ben Ark said we should keep them separate. They, they don't need to be meshed together. Um, we should allow Noster to be its own thing. Fiat Jaff said, hey, listen, let's not harass people to like Bitcoin. If they want to come to Noster, great. However, when they see features like Zaps and other things, uh, they will eventually start seeing Bitcoin at work in Noster, and then they will naturally flock to Bitcoin. Um, and then all of them on the panel agreed that one of the biggest things we need to work on is key management in Noster. Uh, help people manage their keys and help people log in so they're not pasting private keys everywhere. So that was panel number one. Fiat Jaff, Ben Ark, and Rockstar. All about the history of Noster. 
Okay, then after that panel, we had our first talk for the day. And that, of course, was Will from Domus. He got up to talk about Domus, but also talk about Zaps. Um, he's the one who wrote the Zap Nip. And so he wanted to kind of give a little history about that. Um, he said that Domus started as a side project. In his words, one of 6,000. Um, which I can totally sympathize with. If you are a, a builder or a tinkerer or you know any kind of programmer, uh, you tend to have a lot of side projects. So he he talked about how the Noster protocol is just so simple. This was a recurring thing throughout the day that Noster is just a simple protocol. Um, so he started out saying, "Hey, how can we make this more than just a Twitter clone? Because uh, there are so many Twitter clones out there." Um, other social networks, they own all your data. And so he thought, well, let's do something cool. So Stacker News uh, inspired him. They have the ability to you know, send sats to upvote things. And so he said, let's put zaps inside of Noster. So he created a new note. Um, it's a new note kind. So you have different, different note kinds. You have kind zero, which is your profile. You have kind one, which is your text note. Kind three is your contact list. Um, so he created a new kind with zaps. Um, and he also said, you know, you don't have to ask permission to work on Noster. Just do it. You know, start working on it. If you break something, you break it. And we figure out how to fix it. So the way that zaps work fundamentally is that you create a note in Noster. You sign it with your key. And in that note, you stick a lightning invoice. Now that lightning invoice is just a plain lightning invoice. Any user on the lightning network can see that invoice, can pay that invoice. And so that kind of allows any lightning user to start to be part of the Noster uh, you know, protocol, if you will. So he put the new note type out there. He just published this NIP idea. And then before he even had a chance to, um, Kieran over at Snort, implemented zaps into his client. Um, and so uh, Will thought that was kind of funny. He's like, I put this out here and somebody else already implemented it before I even had a chance to get around to it. Uh, zaps were originally called tips, but Dirgigi got upset at him, said that he was limiting his scope because if you just call it tips, then all you're going to get are tips. Really, you want to have more than just people saying, hey, that was funny, here's a tip. Um, so he talked about the future of what zaps could become. Uh, a big place it could go is commerce. He would love to see you have some kind of store page on your profile, uh, if you want, where you could sell things, whether it's physical objects, digital objects, um, and zaps could be used as that method of payment. Another one is polls. He wants to have zap polls. Uh, so in order to vote on it, then you have to zap, uh, and that should hopefully cut down on some of the spam uh, voting on them. An update since Nostra Rica, in between then and this recording, this is already being implemented in Amethyst, the Android client. Um, so that's pretty cool. Then there was a short Q&A phase. Actually, it was a little bit long, but there was a Q&A phase. Uh, let me pull out some of the big ones. Um, so the, the developer of Nostra.build was there and asked, hey, can we split zaps with other people like artists? Um, and that idea is to be able to give attribution to an artist. So if you post an image um, or post some kind of content, it'd be awesome to split it with the person maybe if, if somebody worked with you on that. Um, Will thought that sounded like a great idea. It's not possible at the moment, but it could definitely be extended to do that. 
Um, what about getting a wallet directly in the app? There are some privacy concerns there, um, but he said he would like to do it. And then speaking of privacy, well, currently Zaps are not very private. Um, they're actually broadcast to the entire network. Um, so he wants to do some kind of private Zaps feature in the future. He says he's working on it. Um, and what it does is it, it hides who the sender is. So not even the wallet would know uh, who sent the Zap. So there's a question about uh, you know ranking content. We're constantly dealing with this uh, discoverability problem with Noster, which is how do you find new things? Um, because there's no algorithm. And there might be someday, and people might implement their own and other ones, but there currently is not. So how do you discover content? Um, zaps could be one way to do that. If, if something has received a lot of zaps, then it is likely uh, important. However, there's the concept of wash zaps where people are just have two accounts and they're sending it back and forth. Um, so they are not losing any money, but, but boosting it up. So um, Stacker News has tried to solve this a little bit. And he said that maybe Domus could borrow from that. But he would really like to build an area in the Domus app that shows some of the top zapped posts of people you follow or just of that day in general. Um, so more to come on on ranking and, and uh, finding content that way. Ultimately, he said, the main goal of Domus is just to create things that are fun. He wants people to just have a good time using it, to interact with people, to create a sense of community, um, to communicate with each other. Uh, and one reason for doing Zaps is just that he's, he said that Lightning and Bitcoin are not easily approachable which there is some friction there um, for your everyday user, but zaps are super simple. They make it really easy and he's hoping to orange pill the entire world. That's his secret goal of Domus <laughs> is uh, that people get in here and zaps start getting sent around and they're like, whoa, that was really cool. Um, even though it was a few cents in whatever currency you, you use, um, it's still fun to pass them around and eventually maybe it becomes something bigger. Now, this was a, a very long Q&A session, turns out. Um, so I'm only reading a few of them. If you want to listen to a, all of them, feel free to go to that part and listen in. Um, some people asked if they can pay for relays through Domus. That is something he wants to build. Um, and then uh, somebody asked, hey, are you seeing other groups of people coming into Noster that are from outside of Bitcoin? And he said, yes, he's seen lots of other uh, user groups coming in. He's, he's already been interacting with ETH users, um, so other crypto users, but then he's also seen a lot of people from Japan and other countries in Asia, um, people in China. He's received messages from people who say like, hey, we've made it through the, through the firewall. We're still here. Uh, you know, please keep, keep doing updates. That, that got a lot of claps from the audience. Um, but he said that many users are coming in because of the ability for free speech. Okay, so that was Will's talk. Uh, again, I recommend going and listening to it because it's interesting and there are a lot of good questions. Next up was Ben Ark. So this is number three. Ben talked about a Noster marketplace. Um, if you're unfamiliar with Ben, he's a great follow online, someone great to, to check out. Um, but Ben Ark originally started building something called uh, Diagon Alley, which is going to be a decentralized market stall protocol. Um, so he already had it up online, was working on it. Um, but then he discovered Noster. 
The reason he got interested in Noster was censorship resistance through resilience in the infrastructure. Those are his words. Um, and he said, the world now has a free press, which is accessible to anybody through Noster. Um, so that got him really excited. And that's why he jumped in early and started working on it. He took the concepts from Diagon Alley and started a new project called Noster Marketplace. And this is an extension that's available on Ellen Bits. And if you're unfamiliar with LMBits, go check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, but you can install this on your LMBits server as, uh, as another piece of software. Um, and he said that in order to build this Nostra Marketplace, they also had to build a few other things along. So we'll kind of go over that. But Nostra Marketplace is, is where you can set up your own shop. They call them stalls. You set up a shop and then you can create products. You can also create shipping zones and that kind of stuff. You can set up really an entirely an entire e-commerce shop there um, and then people can come buy stuff buy stuff from you using lightning so pretty cool um, he did a live demo showing how it all works uh, and um, it's it's available for playing around there's obviously a lot of stuff left to do on it um, one of the things that they had to build though in order to build the the Noster uh, marketplace project is that they built a um, an always-on Noster client, is how we talked about it. Um, so that's also available on LM Bits now. And what this Noster client does is it connects to all the relays that you care about, um, and then it creates one single aggregated relay that goes to your Noster marketplace. So that way your marketplace isn't having to go out to 20, 30, 40, however many relays. Um, you just have this one client that's always doing that for you and keeping them up to date. Um, and then your marketplace can just talk to one WebSocket. Um, so that helped out with resource usage. Um, and he did a live demo of that as well. Um, he did a live demo of uh, a Noster relay that they've built that's available on LN Bits. Um, this is, allows you to create a paid relay. You can do cost to join. You can let people pay for storage costs. You can also provide a, a small amount of free storage or really however much you want. There's the ability to have an allow list and a ban list. Um, so you can set up your own relay, like if you want to do it for your family or for your company or just for the community. And then he just wanted to urge everybody to open up your mind. Noster isn't only for social media. It can be used for all communication. Uh, we could do things like build an Uber type system on it. Uh, you can have geolocation reputations on Noster. Um, so there are a lot of cool experiences that, that can be built. He showed off a hardware key uh, that has a, a browser extension based on UBitcoin um, for logging in to Noster from a hardware key. And he did that live. That was really cool. Um, so he's, he pointed out that even though Noster is not a Bitcoin platform, we can share many of the tools thanks to the cryptography that underpins Noster. Um, and then to end, he gave a shout out to the devs who helped him build the live demo for the day, Kali, Vladston, and Tell. So really cool. Uh, this was one of the highlights of the day for sure was just seeing what he was showing off in this live demo. Next up was Marty, uh, and he is the one who built Iris. It's a client on the App Store as well as a web client. Now, he is someone that you are likely familiar with because he's been around forever. He got his start in Bitcoin when he was, when he was in university. Um, he found the white paper emailed with Satoshi and asked, hey, how can I help 
how can I start working on this? Um, Satoshi said, hey, why don't you help make some web pages? So he maintained Bitcoin.org. He set up the Bitcoin talk forums. He had a, one of the first nodes running. He ran a miner on his CPU. Um, he gave a cool whole history story. So that would be, if you want to learn about his story, go check it out. Um, but in December of 2022, that's when he found Noster. And um, he had, a, he had a, a social site that he had started and a social media site. And he decided to pivot it and, and change it into a Noster site and called it Iris. He said he was looking for a new job at the time and Noster was a godsend. Um, it's been the most meaningful work he's ever done and he's been coding every day since December. Uh, what's next for him? Uh, so he wants to make it open source with the MIT license. He prefers to fund it via donations or subscriptions, maybe you know, allow subscribers to have like a supporter badge, have some power features, but he doesn't plan on taking on any VC money that kind of stuff. He wants to just make the basic features work like a charm, wants it to be really fast and smooth, and then hoping to attract other users to Iris as well as other developers. He feels like Noster needs to grow beyond just Bitcoin users, bring on the normies, if you will. And so what he's doing is he has uh, Iris usernames. So when somebody joins on Iris, it prompts them to get an iris.2 slash username. Uh, similar to Linktree. So that way you could just give that URL out to people or share it online or whatever and say, hey, here's my page. Um, and so they get like a user profile page on Iris that's easy to read and easy to share. He also was interested in making Iris more peer-to-peer, -peer, use something like WebRTC in the browser to turn clients into their own relays uh, locally with other people. And then he thinks it'd be cool to do binary file storage on Noster. Uh, we already have hard drives. We have ISPs. Why don't we start using those more? We've got all this extra storage and bandwidth. Um, so we could stream files over Noster. And if you combine it with Lightning, you could stream SATs as you stream files. So he said that really just working on Noster feels like the old days of Bitcoin again. Um, and that's just got him really pumped. So that was Marty. Okay, next up on the microphone was Chris. Chris is working on Arc, which is a Telegram clone built on Noster. His goal is to make Arc into the Noster and Lightning version of WeChat. So make it a super app that can do a lot of things beyond just communication. Uh, Chris is the author of NIP28, wrote it last year. There were some other people working on it as well. If you want to check out Arc, it's thearcapp.com. That's spelled A-R-C, thearcapp.com and it's available on iOS and Android, currently in beta. So if you want to get it for iOS, you can join the, the uh, test flight beta. But it is, it is not trying to do social media. Instead, it's doing chat rooms and channels and direct messages. At, the, at this time, he doesn't have any plans to go the social route because he wants to let other things like Domus and Amethyst and other apps do the social thing. And he really wants to nail chat rooms and channels um, currently, they are all public. These are public communications. And, um, but he is looking and considering other NIPs like NIP38 and NIP48. There are two different approaches to doing encrypted chat among a group of users using some kind of shared secret. Um, so he would like to have private chat rooms in there, but at the moment, everything is out in the public. 
something else to note, it's a React Native app, so they're building this in React. So something cool that he's doing is if you go to the arcapp.com, he is actually posting videos of himself coding and building Arc. So you can follow along. He's got them all separated out saying, this is the feature that I'm working on today. Um, this is what I'm implementing. So you can go back and kind of see how things have progressed and then look for, for new ones in the future if you want to follow his development. And then what he wants to do with those is he thinks it would be really cool to put a uh, NIP28 chat room on each page. And that would be become the public comments, if you will. So people could chat about the video as they're watching it on his page, kind of like YouTube with, with the live chat. Um, also similar to a blog post with comments on the bottom. Uh, in the Q&A portion of his time, people brought up privacy. You can publicly see who is chatting everywhere. How do we provide privacy protection? He again brought up NIP38, NIP48, and also forward secrecy. And we have to figure out how to kind of implement some of that into this uh, to provide more privacy. Uh, he talked about capital funding for Lightning and Nostr projects. Uh, a lot of people are trying to kind of bootstrap everything or looking for donations. And he brought up a Lightning Accelerator in New York City called Wolf. And they are trying to infuse some capital into the Nostr space. So, so if you're interested, go check out Wolf. They're starting a, a new cohort in New York City. I think it's like an eight-week thing. Um, you can apply online to get accepted in. So go check that out if you are interested in building something with uh, getting some funding. Somebody asked if he's thought about marketplaces and commerce. Um, he wants to add payments and marketplaces, just like what Ben Ark showed off in his demo, you know, storefronts uh, using NIP6, that kind of stuff. Uh, Will from Domus raised his hand and asked, uh, do you think chat should be inside of a social app like Domus? And Chris replied, I don't know, you should decide. Uh, there was a little bit of laughter. Okay. So, but he did say, I think it's great to have some apps specialized. If we have too many micro apps, it can make it difficult for people to onboard to Noster. So he wants to make Arc be a place where they have a whole experience. They can come on, they can have all their DMs, they can have their chat groups, they can have micro payments, that kind of stuff. Um, but then he said, when it comes to the social part of it, maybe Domus and other apps can have links into chat links into Arc or something like that, or, or expose chat rooms to people, um, that kind of stuff. Um, so some separation of duties, but have them integrate and talk to each other. So that was Chris. There's other stuff that he talked about that I didn't go over, so go check it out. Next up was Joe Dillon and Arun Neiden from Current. Uh, the website is getcurrent.io. It's a project that started as Starbacker but now they've turned it into current and they are trying to create a, an onboarding experience for the mainstream users or normies. So they're storing keys in the app. You can find your friends from Twitter. Uh, they have a built-in wallet for zaps and your relays are already managed for you. So they're going the approach kind of like a custody type approach where they're, they're taking a lot of the, the technical confusion out of it and doing it for the users which obviously you give up a little bit of the self-sovereignty stuff, um, but they're trying to find that right balance. As part of Current, they've built a separate project called Plebi, and this is for sharing animated GIFs. It's kind of like Giphy. Um, you post a GIF to Noster with a hashtag of Plebi, that's P-L-E-B-H-Y, 
and then Plubby slurps that up and within about an hour, it will go live in the Plubby library. And then 100% of the gifts can be monetized. So if you are the one who posted with that hashtag and you have an account on current, you can put your wallet on there and you can get sats somehow. They didn't talk about that part of it yet, but maybe eventually get monetized. Uh, Plebby has public APIs. First they did GIFs, then they want to move on and do badges, stickers, memes, short form videos, charts, photography, etc. So just a lot of content that they want to make available on Plebby. They do want to have an expert mode in current where you can put in your own relays, your own wallet, you could specify your own image upload destination, push notifications, maybe put your own, uh, integrate with your own bots that you want to talk to. So they, they're trying to cater to power users as well. And then developers can build extensions that work with current and they can get paid sats for their work when they build them. So in the Q and a portion, Chris raised his hand and asked, Hey, what have you liked or not liked about react native? Cause they're also building in react. Uh, they said that there are some good things and some nightmares. It's a quick route to get on both platforms. The user experience is not as good. So they're slowly going to start replacing portions with native code for each platform. They appreciated will, uh, for posting publicly as he went through the app development process and specifically the app store approval process. So that way they could kind of learn from his journey. So they were more prepared before they submitted to the app store. A question was, how are GIFs being tagged? Because right now you, you post Plubby on a note with a GIF. How does that get categorized? Uh, they're using machine learning. They're passing the images to some ML models. And the first thing it does is it scans for harmful or you know certain content to screen that out. And then uh, it generates labels. So it just uses a categorizer and gets labels from that. Uh, eventually they want to allow creators to add their own custom labels so they can start making their content more discoverable. The question that I had on my mind as I was watching the video, I'm glad somebody asked it. How do you know the person posting the, the GIF originally is the creator of the content and not just copying it from somewhere else? I, I feel like the answer didn't quite answer the question, um, but uh, they said in Plubby, you know, the first person to post it is considered the creator. And then they, they have a report button and they're going to expect people to report it if they think that, uh, you know, it's, it's copied from somewhere else. Next up was Alamans. Uh, he is the builder of the Noaster desktop client. He started talking directly with Fiat Jaff. So Fiat, th there was a, a project called Noster Desk, which was a desktop app, um, but the author didn't have time to keep working on it anymore. So it just got left there. Fiat Jaff put out a bounty asking for someone to get the dev going again. Um, so Alamans, Arthur, uh, he goes by two different names. Uh, he claimed the bounty and then began the work. They originally were gonna call it Monster, uh, but the domain, domain name that they wanted was already taken. So they went with Noyster, which is Spanish for Noster. So the main user experience of Noyster is that you have really easy uh, account management. You can have multiple accounts on there at once and you can seamlessly click between them. And then you also have this multiple column view. Um, if you've ever seen TweetDeck, just picture that, that's, that's what you're seeing here. Um, but he claims that when they were building it, he had never seen TweetDeck. Um, so it was just the same idea. 
But instead of you know building your own lists, it's actually each relay is its own column, um, which is kind of an interesting idea. He's he's starting to go beyond just showing relays within an individual column and building the ability to customize each column, so you can have people that you want to follow in there or um, multiple relays and and change what shows up in each column. In the future, he wants to uh, add images, um, loading in line, uh, add search, and add zaps. And then in the Q&A, somebody asked if he has any plans to do a mobile app, and he said no. The main use case here is to have multiple columns, which really lends itself to the big screen. Okay, the next up was Brian Coe with Akawin Deck. This is another browser-based app for the desktop. It's a client and very similar to TweetDeck. Uh, so kind of funny that they went back to back here on day one. Uh, each column is, its, is a feed and you can specify what shows up in there, what users, what topics, that kind of stuff. Um, he did say that it's very difficult to have your laptop fetch all of the columns at once. It's very resource intensive. <laughs> It'll melt your laptop, if you will. So they have built a backend aggregator that they call Post Office. So the Post Office goes out, fetches content from your relays that you've specified caches them on the server, and then your desktop, your web uh, desktop client will just talk to that one post office relay. And then when you send notes out, when you write out, it goes to the post office, and then that sends it out to the relays that you have specified for writing. Um, he did comment that uh, there, are, there could be some concerns from some users to have a backend doing this. Um, they are going to open source post office. It's going to be a Python library that others can run. And he thinks that this could be a big win for mobile clients because a mobile app could use less bandwidth talking to just one backend post office uh, aggregating relay rather than talking to each one individually. Because right now, Noster, when you use it raw, talking to all of the clients, it uses a lot of bandwidth. Another interesting thing to call out here is that he said that they come from a background of, of being interested in news. So not just social content, but also just straight up news. And so they have built an RSS reader into Akawin deck. So right next to all of your Noster notes that you're consuming, you can add, you can have normal RSS feeds, um, free ones, public ones, paid ones, whatever. So they want to make this an app for the everyday user to come in and get all their stuff in one place. Though it's a web app, you can go to the website, it's aquin.io, that's A-W-A-K-I-N.io. In the Q&A session, they asked what the tech stack was like. He said it was a Python Django app. They have a small team based in Serbia that uh, right now there's five people working on it. Um, there's a total of 30 people there, so they could put more people on it if they want to. Um, another person asked how they plan to monetize this. He said they want to provide premium services like paid RSS feeds, paying for individual articles with zaps, and then um, create tools for, for content creators so people can publish on the platform and then Current would, would get a portion of that. Next up, we had the Plepster people. Um, I don't know how to say his name. Matej Savancer from Plebster got up and talked about their client. Um, they had a journey from Twitter to Noster. They've got a dev team and um, in the Czech Republic, 
and advisors with their company, including one of them, which is the founder of Trezor and Slushpool. So they've got kind of some cachet behind them a little bit. Um, they originally built an app called Tweet Toshi. It was a Bitcoin Twitter client and it integrated a Lightning wallet. And it had the concept of zapping, but they called it satting. Um, and so you could sat other users. And then they also had rewards where when you use the Twitter client, uh, you would get paid for seeing ads or posts or things. So users would um, be welcomed into the ecosystem by getting some free sats. He brought up that Twitter is closing down their developer API, and it just happens to be at the same time that Noster is starting to emerge. He did try Mastodon, said he didn't like it, um, and really got drawn to, to Noster. So that's where they created Plebster. And he thinks that Plebster can be more than just another Twitter client on top of some proprietary service. He wants it to be the entire service. He wants it to be user-friendly, pleb-friendly. He wants to bring on the average user to Noster. Um, so it's a multi-platform app. It's on iOS and Android. So something else their business wants to do beyond just having a client is they want to do community relays. So they want to have targeted relays for specific communities or topics, you know, shared interests, that kind of stuff. Um, he, he used the example of the Czech Republic, how there is a, a large group of people there that want to chat with each other. And so they want to run a, a relay that could house that content. He also wants to have a mobile event signer, allowing you to sign into other apps and services using Plebster. Again, this is that key management theme that keeps coming up. And his final words were HODL, Plebster, and Prosper. In the Q&A portion, uh, somebody asked if the event signer that he just talked about is using NIP26 for delegation. And he said that they are in the early stages of designing this. Uh, the iOS part is very hard, especially. Um, so they're still looking at it. Um, so he didn't have any more information at the time. The last thing for the day for us on the video, uh, everybody else went on to some beach thing and uh, a dinner and stuff like that. But on the video, it was a client panel. So they brought back up some people who had already spoken. Um, they had four people up there. They had Chris from Arc, Will from Domus, Marty from Iris, and then Kieran who does Snort. And then Walker was the moderator for this panel. To kick off the panel, uh, they talked about how the power of Noster is that if you don't like a client, you just put your key in another one and all of your data are magically there. Um, that's pretty cool. So the first question was, hey, introduce yourself and what is the main focus of your client? So Will from Domus, he said this was the first mobile client that was out there and it brought many users onto the platform. He next wants to build image uploads and get working on better caching within the client so it's not constantly fetching everything. Just wants to make it fast and reliable. Uh, update for you is that um, since he said that, he's already got image uploads working in the app, so that's pretty cool. So Kieran from Snort, he just wants to make a really fast web client. That's his main goal. And he also wants to implement the gossip protocol with uh, Mike Dillinger's approach. Chris from Arc, he reiterated that he wants to just make uh, a replacement for Telegram. He's hoping that the next, uh, the next Nostarica will be organized on Arc instead of Telegram. And then with NIP28, he's trying to focus only on the chat use case and not do any social aspects within his app. And then Marty said with Iris, he wants it to be on mobile, web, and desktop. 
wants it to be fast and reliable and uh, implement local storage, potentially peer-to-peer -peer communication using WebRTC. Next question was, you're working hard on your clients, spending lots of time. How are you able to sustain yourselves with your development? Do you do VC funds, value for value subscriptions? Will said, as, as much as I love value for value, we just don't have enough people right now. There's not enough critical mass to really support all of the development going on. Um, so we do need to have uh, some large doma donations from the community or people like Jack or others um, to just directly support and that uh, he could go the VC route in the future as well with Thomas. Um, that's always an open possibility. Kieran is just getting support from community. He would like to set up a paid relay. His relay is very large and gets a lot of traffic. So he thinks it would be great to set up a paid relay. Chris thinks that we need more capital in this space. Thinks that uh, there are great VCs in the Bitcoin space that want to fund Nostra development. And again, mentioned Wolf. And then Marty said he's just similar as others, um, is just kind of building and, and getting community support. Walker put this out to the audience and I will repeat it here. If you're enjoying the client that you're using, go ahead and send some zaps to the dev. Just tell them thank you and give them a little support. He asks everybody what's their favorite NIP. Uh, you know, Will mentioned NIP 26, Kieran NIP 1, Chris NIP 100, WebRTC. Um, and then Marty said NIP 33. And then Will jumped back in and said, oh, wait, NIP57, zaps, yes. Next question was, do you think DRDs are something that Noster needs to bring in? Uh, there was a lot of talk here about this one that it seems like it's overly complex. Um, really, we need to keep the protocol super simple. And uh, Chris got a little more philosophical here and talked about like the MIT school of thought and the New Jersey school of thought. So there's these two philosophies. The MIT school of thought is correctness and the right architecture. New Jersey school of thought is, yeah, the, the same, but simplicity is prioritized. So things like C and Unix follow the New Jersey school of thought, and they are the ones that are now the foundation of almost everything we do, right? So something that is simple can spread and if it spreads, it gets adoption. And if it gets adoption, well, it can get improved and refined because it is the one that has survived and is being used. And so there will be more eyeballs on it, more development on it, more funding. Then there was a question, um, larger apps. We have mega apps like WeChat. What are your thoughts on micro apps versus mega apps? Chris said he would again like to have Arc be the super app. How do we make Nostra usable for grandma? Someone needs to curate the content, curate the user, user experience. Now, WeChat started as a messenger, then they added payments, car ride booking, etc. cetera. Um, so if people are building a micro app and they want a fire hose of users, come talk to Chris, talk to Arc, and they can, you, know, you can work together and Arc can continue to be the super app that, that plugs in other things um, and he can bring users to you if you have something that adds value uh, to Arc. Kieran just wants to implement whatever is fun. Zaps, for example, he was the first one to implement Zaps. He's not trying to be a super app. He is trying to package portions of Snort and uh, make them available open source so that others can run those microservices on their own. 
Will thinks that micro apps and macro apps should be synergistic. They should just all play well together. And then all panelists agreed that good key management for authentication is important. Everybody needs to authenticate into other apps. Pasting your, your private key is, is not the best approach. And so we need to solve that. Walker ended that segment by talking about the network effect of all the users, that there are no more silos. And he quoted Edward Snowden when Snowden jumped on Noster. He said, if a platform is a silo, a protocol is a river. Nobody owns it and everyone is free to swim. Next topic was camaraderie between the apps. What's something in a different client that you like? Um, so they all kind of went through and talked about other apps and things that they thought were cool that others were doing. Uh, it ended with a Q&A portion. Someone asked about NIP65, the gossip model, um, and what their thoughts are. Uh, there were some varying thoughts there. And then they talked about monetization. What do you think about ads? And pretty much everybody said they don't want to put ads in their apps, but they do understand that Noster is an open platform and there are different clients. And if people want to put ads in there, you know, they're, they're welcome to, and some users can use that. But the great thing about Noster is if your client starts putting a ton of ads, you can just move your keys and your data effectively to another client. Um, so it's very free market. There was a, an idea that, that Will put out there, and that was that uh, with Zaps, if there is a post, a, 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 an important post or something's being discussed a lot, an advertiser can actually get viewed on that post by putting a really big Zap and putting a message in that Zap. Um, so you could kind of like buy your way up onto a post and uh, maybe maybe Domus actually displays the top zapped comment with the post on the main timeline. Um, so as you're flipping through, you see a post and you see the top zap comment. Um, so that's one idea of a way to kind of work in ads without, uh, without really having ads. Someone asked, uh, you know, scaling the work that they're doing. Um, where can they use the most help from developers? Will brought up that somebody built the stir fry relay, which was huge. That really helped improve performance. Um, so he was really grateful for that. Kieran said that really just anybody can come help contribute and that he has a revenue split model with PRs. So if people contribute, they can get some sats. Chris talked about bounties. He's already put some out there and they've already been claimed. He also talked about following the, the model of Upwork and thinks it'd be really cool just to see some Nostra dev profiles out there. And then he could go around and if he has a specific thing he wants done, he can go find someone uh, that fits that type of work. And then Marty wants to uh, share donated funds among devs. Um, so we'd like to see that more. And Will was like, oh yeah, we've got this Nostra fund. We need to keep that going. And then the last question was, um, has there been any thought on algorithms? How do you get organic reach for new audiences? That, that question was directed at Will. And he said he's not completely against algorithms, but we need to figure it out. Zaps are a great way for finding content, but they can be gamed. Um, there should be more APIs and specs for people who want to make the algo. Um, so he, he thinks that people could build an algorithm as a service and then a client, you know, a user could go in there and say, hey, I want to use this algorithm or I want to use that one. And they could put in the URL or something um, and then they could view their feed uh, through the lens of that algorithm. So he thought that would be interesting. Okay, that is 
that is all the content from day one. That went a lot longer than I was expecting it to. I took a ton of notes and um, I skipped over a lot of them. So like I said, these videos are long. Um, there was a whole second video for day one, which is a workshop video. And that goes just really hands-on, hands deep diving into building for Noster. So if you are a developer and want to get into that, um, go check out the workshop video. And uh, if you are still listening, you've listened all the way to the end of this, then I have a fun fact about Noster folklore for you um, that you are just earning right now. Um, so this is courtesy of Walker. There was a couple of, of minutes of downtime between speakers. And so he shared this. And it is the origin of the Nostrich. So the actual like purple ostrich that you see all over the place. He said the Nostrich was born um, because uh, he was using a chat GPT bot that Will had put into Damas. And he asked the bot to tell him a joke about Noster. And the bot responded with, what do you call a nosy ostrich? An ostrich. And he said, well, in classic ML fun, it's, it's not really a funny joke. Um, but... Walker thought Nostrich was a cool idea, and so he made a Nostrich image and then showed it to Will and some others, and they all liked it. And so Will proposed that we have uh, the Nostrich be the unofficial unofficial mascot for Noster. Um, then Jack tweeted it out, and the rest is history. So that's where we get the Nostrich from. All right, well, thank you for listening to my recap of Nostarica Day 1. Uh, I'm going to watch the other videos and do a recap of day two and day three, um, hopefully soon. I'm doing this in my free time, so bear with me. Okay, so this is the portion where I want to read any boosts that I've received since the last episode. I received a boost in Fountain from user Sartoshi for 100 sats, and they say, nice. So thank you, Sartoshi. I appreciate it. I also received some zaps in Damas from people. Thank you very much. That's really cool um, to receive zaps there as well when I'm posting episodes. Um, but if you want to have something read here on the show, if you have a comment, question, uh, an advertisement for yourself, send me a boost and I'll read it on the next episode. So thanks for listening. Remember, with Noster, your communication has no strings attached. Later. Later.